Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Note out there for anyone that, I don't know, still is calling this the learning channel. If you cheat on your girlfriend, bring her more than one fucking measly rose to say I'm sorry. (laughs) And then don't act like you fucking built the Taj Mahal for them by bringing one fucking rose. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love This is shades of <laughs> Ashley and Jay for me the way, Yes The way he couldn't actually apologize Yes um, he didn't even un- he whoa he triggers the fuck out of me uh I think <laughs> excuse me I'm choked now you got me sick no you <laughs> I swallowed spit wrong you're because you you're you're like that dog <laughs> is this triple virus Tommy November and, now in Tom and Jerry that's like always salivating and you're 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 you're, you're Hyperactive, so you inhale your spit all the time. That's not too far off. Yeah, from the accuracy of of reading me for Phil. So if you just focus on what you're doing, I'm here. Hello, everyone. We're together again. We are. We're together again for the first time. Yes, yes. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I sound like B. Arthur. Sorry, stuck in a bracket. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. It's podcasting with braces. <laughs> I'm so triggered. <laughs> You're, you can never do that again. That's also really gross. 
I. <laughs> Y'all could have seen his face. I'm trying to power through because I've been coughing because I'm still getting over this fucking thing. But I'm sorry I sound like this. Double um, virus poodle sounds like Kathleen Turner. It's near, it's near the end of it, but I when you're near the end of it, you just cough so much, and I'm about to lose my voice. Did you so. take a Mucinex today? Like yes. I told you. Oh, I want to hit you so hard with this. Because I'm right. Which no, doesn't happen a lot. No, it's because I want to punch you in the you face. Wanted to, you wouldn't take one yesterday, and then you felt better. This is Naughty Day Beyonce. I almost, you almost said toe. I just realized it's not toe. <laughs> Two. This is Naughty Day Fiance. Uh, season 10, episode 7. Speak, speak now, now or forever hold your peace. P-E-A-C-E. Not peace. Not a peace <laughs> as <clears throat> this peace. Or some people refer to it as a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry to sorry to introduce Whoa. that. Yeah, uh, but you know me. If I can, if I think about something, I have, have to, to say, say it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm very, very aware. Um, this is a big show. The, the episode's five. We've got big things. We've got big stuff happening. Mainly, the first one is Poodle's a witch. Uh, Poodle's an actual coven sissies. Come for him. He needs to learn a, to manifest a, his parents. Ashley, Ashley, come for Poodle. I'm a motherfucking witch, ho. Yes. Poodle already burned down the building next door because he wanted it gone. Me trabajo es bruja. Uh, yes. Me trabajo es bruja. Bruja. <laughs> he did. The building caught on fire the next day as soon as he wished for it to be burned down. I... For clarity, I did not wish. I did say I wish the building would burn down, but I didn't. When like I'm not like a birthday you, wish, and someone no. goes, "What do you wish for?" I didn't say I wish for to burn that building. Well, down. you did say you wished it would burn with everyone out of it. You didn't want anyone killed. And I killed. think that's completely fair. That's not what happened though. So maybe you're one of those witches, like from the craft. Like you're using your powers, but you're not Ooh, fully like aware. Balk. and you're dangerous. She actually I am does dangerous. like tarot readings and stuff now. I think how on brand? No, not her. Uh, what's the other name? The, the the black woman from the craft, Rachel True. Yes, she. Does I don't know where now. that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Someone's gay, uh, gay childhood. I love that. Movie. I loved it too. Even though Robin like Tunney the, is the in it, parts and Nev Campbell. Yes, those are the four actors, four main. Rolls. <clears throat> and then Robin Tunney, is she the one that ended up on Yes, Dear with that gay guy? No, that's Jane Louise Kelly. But they're easy to mix up, I feel like. No, they're not. Okay, <laughs> just me. That, did that guy ever Jane come Jane Louise out? Kelly was in Mr. Holland's Opus. She was. Uh, yes. did, did he ever come out, that guy? I would see him in WeHo all the time. <laughs> Anthony, what's his name? You liked that show. I never watched it. It was funny, yeah. but I, I think I liked it because I kind of had a crush on him. Ah, there we are. It was funny. There we are. Poodle, what are your other witch powers that you've been brewing in your cauldron? I manifested season five of Smothered. He did, y'all. He said Single-handedly. Mary and Brittani are back. The network wasn't even involved. They weren't involved they, at all. <laughs> there was just a season. They there weren't. Was, there was a whole season that was done. Whole season. I dreamed about it and it happened. Y'all, <laughs> it looks fantastic. Mary and Brittani are back, mm -hmm. and um, so are Gene Simmons and um. They're the they're I think they're the only returning daughter Gene two. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. No son he. Thank um, God. 
and Angelica. No mom and daughter massaging one another. No. And no Angie and Shay, which I'm kind of disappointed. I am. We're disappointed in that. Um, But it looks like we got we got a pageant queen mom and a pageant queen daughter that both have also matching uh, curly hair. No Laura Lee and Lauren. Lauren. Uh, Lauren. They broke up. Yep. Laura Lee and Lauren broke up. Had that baby and got guess what? Mom won. Also, that's just another lesson. Don't have a baby. You'll get divorced. It is kind of like when people, <laughs> yeah, people together forever and then they get married. They break up. Someone's pregnant right now and just went, oh, oh God. <laughs> but they, oh, they did. That mother won. She broke them up. I always thought Laura Lee deserved better. I thought so, too. Lauren was just kind of. Stick in the mud. Yeah. Laura Lee, yeah. I would, I would hang out with her. Sometimes lesbians make interesting choices with partners. Hey. <laughs> and so do gays. So do gays. So do we all. <clears throat> um, speaking of partners, y'all, it is official, confirmed by TLC and her Instagram. I'm a married woman. I'm Sadie Lady. Sadie Married Lady. Sadie Married Sadie, Lady. Sadie, Sadie yes. Married Lady. I can't believe it. Hashtag got married on 11-11. Love, love. As soon as we saw it was 11-11, we knew it was true. Sorry, I cough after I do Darcy and Baby Girl Lisa. <laughs> you know that. I've always done that. I like it how we said, I'm like, I'm sorry if I cough, everybody. And you have proceeded to cough well, more. I've, I've, I had to do that character. Um, we are very happy for Queen Darcy. Um, Georgie, by the way, she married Georgie. So she made Georgie. <laughs> If, if this was not filmed, I we are starting a letter campaign to TLC. Supposedly, we're not we don't want to be mad at supposedly, um, uh, it was not filmed. That's what I'm afraid. I don't think we're going to get another season. I don't of think we Stacey. are. I think we're done, and that makes me sad. I think we're done with season four because I think they would have waited to yeah. do all of this for Darcy Stacy. I totally agree. Because why get married if it's not on film? I know. Actually, she probably won't respond because she can't and she's busy. But the executive producer we met in New York, I messaged her today on Instagram. Oh. And just said, please tell me this was taped for us. If not, I understand. And then I said, you can't tell us anything. And then she blocked. No, she didn't block me. But um, she can't. We are. We mean this not in a Sean Robinson way. We wish them the best. I do wish them the best. (sighs) I, I need to. Again, I'm still pushing for this trip to Connecticut. If there's not another Darcy and Stacy, I need to see Darcy married. I just need the I need the closure of it. It's like the last resort. Maybe they'll be on last resort. Now that oh! uh, I I'm looking for my trank gun. <laughs> Imagine Darcy and Stacy and then Flo- and Florian and, and Georgie Stacey come in. You're welcome, TLC. You are welcome. Someone, someone cast uh, the Last Resort season two. Um, uh, kind of like had an idea for it, and had because I don't think you can have a returning because it's called the Last Resort. I don't so. think you should be allowed to return. Shouldn't I need to catch up? I'm still three behind. Um, someone, someone cast Ashley and Manuel from this, uh, which I think it would. Be, yeah, I think that's yeah. a good point. Their communication is garbage. It's terrible. It's really, um, really but I don't think he would go because he doesn't I don't seem think to be a will, fan I don't, of therapy. I do not think he will go. 
But you know what, y'all? Look at my sweatshirt today. Go to therapy. Where'd That's you get that said. from? Some in, So I got influenced, but I thought, I'm going to wear it so I don't have to tell people. Just fucking read the sweatshirt. You got influenced. Yeah, when you that's like when you on TikTok or oh, Instagram, I saw. you I get influenced you... and you buy something. So you call it being influenced. Well, you are. You get influenced. You bought shit from Facebook. I and just... now you have those dirty, sexy Christmas I just didn't ads. know it was an adjective. Like, I was influenced. I, I, don't, I became influenced. I don't know if it's I say it. I'm not saying I made it up. I'm sure someone else said it, but that's what I say. And because you started talking about it, and now I'm getting disgusting Christmas costumes. <laughs> Which reminds me, speaking of, y'all, we're going to have our live holiday spectacular. It's going to be on a YouTube live on December 10th at 4 p.m. Pacific time. It will be live for everyone on the RG Plus tier of $15, the yes. video tier. And then on the 17th, we are going to release it to all of our RG Plus members. So $5, $8, you all will get to watch it then. They'll be singing. They'll, They'll be... Probably disgusting Christmas costumes. There will be... I think I think I will read Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yes. My yes. version. I, Poodle's version. There will be... Uh, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I just might get Special blasted guests. for this one. There won't be. We de- well, Frank, the intern, might be here. We keep telling... Uh, I feel weird about putting him on camera. He probably won't be. He might be yeah. in the background, though. Who knows? Christina, we told our producer we wanted her to come down because we can't fly Caitlin. She's in Toronto. That's too expensive. Sorry, Mm-mm. Caitlin. But Christina, we thought about flying in, but we said that she had to wear an elf cost- costume, and she responded, fuck no. <laughs> so I think it's just going to be us. It's just us. <laughs> Just like normal holidays. It's just us. Pretty much. Um, there were some other announcements. What was it? I have? Um, rem- I just want to remind everybody I'm on the podcast with my Ardmore, Oklahoma friend, Laura Tremaine, on her podcast. Laura. Laura Tremaine. Laura Tremaine. Ten things to tell you. We talk about, as she, she kind of poses a question of each uh, show, and she said, why do smart people watch dumb TV? Like, like just meaning reality TV that kind of we don't consider highbrow television. And it was a really, because she's obsessed with it. She loves, and she said, I feel like all of my female for her most audience. Who are smart? Female friends that are, you know, we're all working in business or working mothers and we're managing these complex lives. But yet we love watching these housewives and not, why? So it was a discussion about that. I I understand when people ask that, and I think that question is riddled with judgment. Well, and, I, and I think that you should be able to have different types of tastes for different types of television. I sometimes We, we talk about that. She yeah. asked the question in that way on purpose because some people don't yeah. even talk about it yeah. because they judge it. I judge like Kardashians and stuff like that before. So I, I can appreciate almost any type of reality television, mostly because I've been I've been doing it for a while and watching it for so long. There is some that I can't watch. But you're um, also trash. Yeah. I'm trash. You're trash. We're yeah. all trash. It hits us somewhere in that spot. That didn't I don't want to know people who aren't like self-admittedly trash. <laughs> Neither do I. Don't knock on my door. <laughs> don't knock. Like someone's going to go, hello, hello. <laughs> Um, okay, we're almost done. 
Uh, Jesus, I'm so sorry, everybody. It is okay. Smothered. We want to remind people, too, because some of you are asking. You can't do this on Patreon. But on Supercast, you can give the gift of RG+. You can, if you're... Wife, spouse, husband, your mom, your dad, friend, your daughter, sister, friend, whatever, dog. your boss, whoever, you can go on Supercast and give them, I think you can do it month by month or you can even do yearly and give them a year. I don't know why Patreon doesn't have this. They should. Uh, it's such a hassle know. to try to do. You cannot. But, but you Supercast, can, it's you can, very, very, it's very easy, easy to do that. And they better be even easier. Now. So go to the links in the show notes, our normal links for Supercast page, and you can do all that. And give the gift of gays. Give the gift of gays this Christmas or holiday. Yes. Winter solstice. Winter solstice. We will be having on part two, we will be having a Broadway corner yes. uh, presented by Poods. And then in this part one later on. Well, you on, know stuff about it too. I'm, I'm allowing you bit. to join. Great. Um, and then uh, we're going to, in part one, uh, I will be doing the Dancing with the Stars Corner. Are Next you going to watch the show now? Uh, I uh, I am more interested in it. I've, I've seen it little bits and pieces. Yeah. But I got it. I got it in going to watch it. I went, ah, I get why. Because people have, I knew people watched it, but just in posting a picture on Instagram, the most messages of response I've seen of people that watch that show have come out. It is extremely popular. It is very popular. Mm -hmm. So, but I get now why I think it hits a sweet spot. I could take it or leave it, but Mm -hmm. I understand that people like it. it, The audience is just like so broad for it too. It's so broad. There's so many different celebrities there uh, of all walks of life and Mm -hmm. types of life. Including Brie from Selling Sunset. I met her. I'll talk about that. And I met some other people, too. Um, but I haven't told Poodle about it yet because I want to see his reaction. Because he can't recreate it, y'all. <laughs> no, I just asked. I, I, I just don't want to be surprised on camera. So many things I ask. <laughs> but it's my favorite fall thing. on deaf ears. <laughs> I, that's my favorite but thing. But it's, it's not just... mine. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Oh, we should move on to Gino and Jasmine because someone was definitely surprised on camera at that nail salon. Whoa. (laughs) He had that bachelor party? (laughs) When? Oh, the night before. (laughs) Shade rattle. And then when it showed next week and it shows Gino slapping a stripper's ass. Oh, I can't believe they got that that footage. They saved that. They saved it. Um, it it what it shows to me is that there are so many different kinds of cheating and Jasmine freakout stories to tell. Endless. Uh, Endless. Jasmine is still weeping. And <laughs> gasping. <laughs> I'm cold. I'm cold. Which I don't blame her. It's freezing. She's wearing nothing. And it's so dark where they are. And the producer asks, 2 p.m. What happened? It, it's 1.30. <laughs> and the producer's like, what happened? He's like, well, uh, she dropped uh, uh, her phone and uh, she found a lip balm or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. And, uh, and uh, she said, he's like, I, I can just say this. I was not with... The thing about, I actually believe him here because he's super specific. I was not with any girls in the three years that I was with Jasmine. I believe him. I believe that. It's interesting, though, 
that probably did come from someone he he dated at the time, uh, or 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 before. Gino doesn't clean. He doesn't clean his car We've out. seen that's a really good point because we saw his house, y'all. But I mean, he even left a turd bomb in there. He's for. very specific about how he says it. Uh, and Jasmine goes, I don't feel loved. <laughs> Everyone in my life abandons me. Yes. And she's just sobbing in the rain. I hate the cold. I hate this coldness. Now, what she does say is, my dad abandoned me when I was three. And in a, in, a, in, a, in a moment of clarity that could only come from Jasmine, mm-hmm. where she's like, it's like she's, like she shares, obviously she's been through this in therapy, but she says, but the funniest thing is how kind of objective she can be in this moment mm-hmm. and how she can be completely falling apart when it, when it happens again. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is she, cause she says not only did he abandon her when he's three, he said, told his mother. It's so, because of you. I'm so glad the mother told her this too. <laughs> Unless he told this to a three-year-old, then that guy's fucked no, up. No, the, the mother told Pretty her sure this. the mother said, your dad said he been because of you and that you were the biggest mistake. You were a huge mistake in his life. Don't tell your child that. No, don't do that. And so that's why she says it's hard to trust a man. But it's that thing. I do wonder. I said before, people, the why doesn't matter. She knows the why, but is she working on it? Because I feel Not like, actively, probably. I feel like she thinks that maybe she can heal that in her relationship with Gino, but you've got to heal that with the relationship with yourself. Go to better help. Use our code. You can't find your, yeah. um, Love in another person will not fix you. Never. It is active work on yourself. If you think another person or a child or even a dog, y'all, even a dog's not going to fix you. Or even a pup mask and a fuck machine. It's not going to fix it you, It comes poodle. close. <laughs> and you then feel, you come. You feel whole for about two minutes. In your hole. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, uh, later on... Uh, he kind of hugs her and says, I love you and I want to be with you. And she kind of calms down. She says, if my dad rejected me, how can another man love me? And... What do you say to that? But what's interesting is how she has phrased this, this kind of like black and white dichotomy, and that shows that's how she thinks. Yeah. Um. And uh, and she says, uh, why why would I? Why would I? I can't read this. Why would I? Oh, sorry. Why would I deserve love? If I had, why would I, why would I think I, why, why, why would I think I deserve love if I'd never had it? That's a, that's, that's a, a big, valid point. It's a big problem with people who. Abandonment issue 101 right yeah. there. Um, Cause you don't kind of know what it is. You're like, is this, this feeling, you won't recognize it because you've never really had it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. It's not. So even when you do have it, it doesn't feel quote, normal, typical. Or real, mm-hmm. or like we see in movies. Because that's the problem. For Jasmine, that's probably the only place she's seen love yeah. is in the notebook. <laughs> They're making a movie of it. Or sorry, a Broadway musical. Did they need a musical of that? 
Absolutely not. Okay. But it doesn't matter because it's a cash grab. Ingrid Michaelson's doing the music to it, though. A uh, bunch of our sissies just went, oh my God. So you're going to watch it? Uh, No, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know. I'm such a snob about these things. It's really hard for me to see musical adaptations until, unless someone I trust who's even bitchier and snobbier than me saying, you should see it, it's good. Then that's, Then you get FOMO? Then I have to see it. Brittany was almost in that movie. She talks about it in her book. She wasn't almost in that movie. That's what she said. She had an audition. Brittany wouldn't lie. She had an audition. I'm just saying in the, I read the book. Yeah. So uh, later on, she's basically saying, Gino's like, you know, think about all this time she called me. I was at home. And I, I, I want her to say, I want, I want her to say, Gina was like, because I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a loser. I don't have a life outside of my family, Jasmine. Y'all, later on, she's working out, and she says, I was feeling betrayed. And she's working out, and I noticed that she has a thigh master. <laughs> Good for you, Jet. She's got great thighs. It's so. a fitness museum. Fitness museum. And so she said, it really is telling, because she says, I always felt like... Um, that I always felt doubted how much she loved me. And I thought that was the long distance. It's this idea of you think once I get this, I'll be complete. Yeah. And once we're together, we're complete. And it makes sense. That's why she was so, what is that noise? That's a helicopter. Oh, that's a loud it's helicopter. It's very loud. They fly um, very low. Get here. away, Airwolf. We're doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> anyway, it makes sense why she was so... Even though she didn't want to, she kind of felt desperate to like she had to come to the U.S. because she thought, then I'm going to get that feeling of safety. And now that she's here in cold, cold, freezing, cold Michigan that's just gray, she's wondering, fuck. I think. Because it didn't feel that. Feel that. I think this is a, a wonderful example to anyone who has ever said. If this happens, my relationship will be great. If this happens, yeah. if if we change the place, if we change the, if we have a baby, if we move to a different place, or if my husband we, gets a new job, it'll we, it'll it'll change our yes, relationship. We or invite things a will third. Be yeah, that <laughs> trust me, that does not work. <laughs> That's coming from the third. <laughs> But no, it's true. It's just, when you're when 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 you don't ask for a third, and you're always the third. Ouch! <laughs> uh, I, I show up like Harpo Mark. That's all I do. I, 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 you're right, though. You're right. It's 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 outward looking for inner healing, and that never works. So, y'all, she is cleaning because she says, that takes away my anxiety. It's therapy for me. This woman needs to be on FX or Lexapro or something. I, I'm, I would be shocked if she was on something because she's so health conscious. No, I bet she won't, but she needs to be. Yeah, because a lot of times people who are, they don't want to take any medications. She can't regulate like herself. Yep. Uh, anyway... And she says, she's like, I've found things that makes me think this is just the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg. Y'all, she's got a <clears throat> napkin from when 40th? Gino's 40th birthday. 
and 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 y'all Coco's just staring around like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Then she pulls up the book of uh, the Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. She's like, We only we only did one of these things that it wasn't very good. She throws it down. And then there's this weird legal pad. He's like, Gino has never tried to learn Spanish, but here is just the word bitches in Spanish. Peras. Peras. <laughs> And then she shows a picture, and its ex had a dog that even looks like Coco. That is strange. That, I mean, that it seems a little odd, yeah. She even looks down at Coco and says, Are we being, are we a replacement, Coco? No, no. And then she hugs Coco. And I'll get says, you dog therapy. Get, <laughs> yes, I'll get you dog therapy. You're the only, and I thought, I bet this dog always has lipstick in it. Yes. Pink lipstick in its fur constantly. Um. Anyway, y'all. They, uh, Gino comes in and it's On like, cue. hey, I got Coco some clothes and some night and some steps and some things where Coco can climb up to the bed. And, and he, he walks in. You can almost hear him go, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, yeah, uh oh. He's all smiley. He reminds me of a kid that their mom found their stack of yes. porn while they were out playing. She goes, we need to talk. <laughs> but she says it. She's sit like, down, sit Gino. down, Gino. Sit we down. need to talk. And he kind of sits down like this. Yes. He spreads his leg, grabs his knees like he's like. She goes, up. she goes, what's this? Uh, that's old stuff. She's uh, like, you, you know what? We didn't <laughs> talk about this. <laughs> but I think it's time sure. for another Reality. Where's my bald cap? Where is it? Oh, oh, my jasmine wig. Where's, where's my bald cap? Here we go. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. 
Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love your 
yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners, we know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. I don't think I have my new one. Uh, reality gaze theater. That I don't think that is the right one. Although it is, it's got bangs. It's a bangs. It's a short one. Here, I have to put it out. Hold on. Kind of looks like someone I'd buy a candle at from a witch store. Oh, I love that. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, uh, and and, and action. action. Gino, sit down, Gino. Uh, okay. Uh, sit what, down, what's, Gino. Uh, okay. Mm, um, Gino. Hey, Coco. What is this on the table, Gino? Uh, that's that's old stuff. What's that? That's that's old. Pick it stuff. up. Pick that napkin up, Gino. Uh, Tell this, me what this it is. This is from my fortieth birthday party, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, give it to me. Whose signature is this, Gino? That's, Whose? That is my ex-wife Denise. What? Mm, uh, why would you keep this, Gino? There, there's steam coming out of your ears. Uh, I, I, Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. Yes. I yes. had I had a life before I met you. What? What? You think about women before you met me? Before you met me, Gino? Uh, uh, no. Well, I had a life, but it, you, you, made it, you made it very bright. Look at this, Gino. Why are you learning Portuguese? Why? Uh, that Portuguese? Was, no, I don't even speak Portuguese, Gino. That was, that was, for, that was for work. And uh, yes, I, what was her name at work? What I, was her name? I was supposed to go. They told me I was going to Sao Paulo, but I was wrong, and I was actually going to St. Paul. So I really didn't have to learn Portuguese. So it was kind of my fault for misunderstanding that. Okay, that kind of tracks. Let's go back to the napkin. Okay. Why yeah. would you keep this? Did you know it's in your drawer? Do you no, know I, this and all of that. All of it. It was your, my fortieth birthday. Well, do. Does it matter to you if I do this? Throw it at you. What do you think about that, Chuck? Guess not. Yes. Uh, there's just... Uh, what else do you have to say for yourself, Gino? Always the giver. Uh, uh, Coco, you want to go see your new steps? And see, stopping because I'm hot. This was, uh, the, first of all, this is nuts. But I completely understand her commitment to this. Oh yes, because you would do the same. A, a little bit, yeah. 
But I, I think it's hysterical that she, when she, y'all tearing up that napkin was amazing. It was amazing. Forte. This is meaning strong. (sighs) Um, but Gino's right. She is completely overreact. And again, it goes back to this guy doesn't fucking clean his house. There's shit. There are shit in drawers. They're lubricants, Gino, and these are new. Did we not learn from Fernanda and Jonathan? Big, Jonathan, Big Dick Jonathan. Sometimes you just leave your ex girlfriend's panties in a dresser, <laughs> in a random dresser, and you don't even know where the dresser got there. Jasmine, call Fernanda. This could have been panties in the drawer. <laughs> if, if this actual stuff made sense. Oh, uh, remember that when she says, what are these panties? And he's like, uh. <laughs> and he should have responded to <clears throat> his Kama Sutra book. I bought, I was going to surprise you with it. And that's why I bought this box of lubricant. Yeah. I, I just don't not have suspicion for Gino. I don't think Gino could cheat. Um, cause he's too afraid of her. And eh, he could, but it would be. They would have to have been together for a while, and he would have to be really unhappy. Yeah. Because in a way, I think he's very happy with Jasmine. Yeah. He's, she's, he's, she's the blow-up doll he's always wanted. Always wanted. And he, he actually needs, likes— He needs crazy. He likes the, cra- the passion. It makes his life interesting. Um, later on, you guys, he is meeting, she's meeting Michelle for some pampering at the nail salon, who is the only family member who is not, as she says, judgmental. And you can tell that because it's because where Poodle and I are from, and probably the same as Canton, Michigan, if you're a woman and you've got your hair dyed with pink streaks or purple streaks— You're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. You're a, you're an open-minded person. <laughs> so they're it's talking true. about Gino's house, and she's like, "And I found these letters, these 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 is a napkin, love letters and pictures." And she, she just goes, "Why is he saving that stuff to Michelle?" And Michelle goes, "I think that lots of people do that. A lot of people do that." And yeah. I, I, but it was the way she said. And Jasmine went, "Really? <laughs> yeah, she does. She did go, oh." She goes, I'm so messed up like, in my mind. I'm so messed up. She's like, now I feel terrible. I feel ter-. She's just so, Gino, love you, hate you, love you, hate you. Because she's saying now she feels guilty and so bad. And come to find out, it all turns on a dime again when she fi- when Michelle says, we should do a girls' night. You know, Jasmine, since, since Gino then went to, had a bachelor's party, we can have a bachelorette. What? And that she's like, and what that do she, you mean? she went. She was trying to be nice, but she didn't. She would. She didn't want to. This is the thing. You can tell Jasmine has some awareness because with normal people and people who, who are not in her relationship, she's like, "I didn't know he had a bachelor party." Oh, oh. it was great <laughs> because she said, "I'm trying to keep it cool, but I just <laughs> want to go home and face Gino." <laughs> <laughs> it was great. She's and he's like. He went to the strip club and she's like, were women touching him? And he's like, she's like, and Michelle's like, oh yeah, I'm sure he got touched. What? <laughs> and then y'all, we see next week, oh, Gino was touched. Oh, thank <sighs> God. And you know, I don't, you know, I don't care if we repeat the same storyline over and over again. It is hilarious to me. It's a, each time. Some of you are over it and that's fine, <laughs> but I think it's hilarious, but also I do think it is someone, it is fascinating to me in that I believe, Jasmine, that 
this is how severe her emotional trauma is with Me abandonment. Too. Totally get and it. She's trying to work through it. Not well, but she's no. trying. No. Um before we move on to it's dancing with the stars corner. You like that? What was that music? It was the Dancing with the Stars music. It was close. <laughs> All right, sure. everybody. Okay, so my friend, I have a really good friend who works on the show. He's the same friend who invited me to the Carol Burnett thing. So it's been, we've been friends, uh, good friends for a long, long time. And so... A so, connected homo in the entertainment industry. Who ever heard of something? So who like ever heard that? of such a thing? So he's like, "Do you want to go with Dancing with the Stars?" And I said, "Sure, but this will be a great story." I never really watch it. My mother loves it, and I said, "This." Will I be watched a, a little bit. I thought this would be a season. great story for me to tell my mother. So, <clears throat> which is what most that sounds just sad and gay when I said that aloud. It tracks completely <laughs> with who you are. So we go. We show up to the thing. It's on CBS at Television City. And um, get there, show up there. And so we're sitting like, like sitting just right in front of me, across from me is Peter Brady, whatever his name is in real life. I do not know. He was what on his Dancing with is. the Stars, actually. Yes. He's there with his wife. So we're in. Because Barry Williams is a yes, contestant. Because Barry Williams, Greg Brady was a contestant. Um, I won't say who was in case For you have For some reason, it. I know that. Bobby's name is Mike Lookingland. Why do I know Mike Lookingland? I don't too? know why. I don't know what the middle one's name is. I don't know. And um, anyway, so um, but um, he was always the hottest to me. Peter. Mike. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Um. So actually, I was more not into, as a boy. I was more into Greg. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Greg made it with Lawrence Henderson. I mean, especially when Greg had his own room with those <clears throat> beads. You just could go up there. I stand <laughs> erected. That was, I was like, I, I want one of those. I stand erected. <laughs> so, so I realized we were sitting in the friends and family of different yes. people. So like there in front of us were like just a group. We were to the left of me were older people for Barry. And then in front of me were a bunch of, basically a bunch of gay guys. Yeah. Um, and a couple of queer deers. And Who were they there for? Well, turns out with, because they were there for your Vanderpump woman, Ariana. Ariana. There, and I, I guess, I didn't know it. I actually talked to this guy, this really handsome Asian guy with long hair and a ponytail. He was very sweet. And then later somebody told me that's her boyfriend. That's the new boyfriend. That's yeah. He is hot. He's hot. Oh, that's the that she traded up. I did not talk to her, nor did I meet her. Um, I could have, but I didn't. She and I are friends. Yeah, but we are we bonded at the Crappens thing. She was the best of the night, though. She was she was a dancer before this. So, oh, really? Yes. That makes it. She danced to Queen of the Night, and it was fantastic. She yeah, did, it was a mute. Oh, my friend invited me because. He knows I love Whitney Houston, and yes, so it was it's Whitney Houston, Houston night. night. Billy Porter was hosting it. It was kind of surreal to see on. Uh, I mean, it was streaming, but still, it wasn't. Billy Porter was one of the judges, a guest host. That he they, wasn't a guest host. He was our guest, guest judge. judge. They called him guest judge. Yes, um, and Alfonso so, Ribeiro is the host, and uh, Julianne. Juliet, Hugh, Julianne. Huff. Julianne Huff. and um, Derek Huff's sister. Y- yes, I know all of them. All, and so you know all of them. Well, you, I know who I, they you, are. You know who they are. Gotcha. But Billy Porter opened the show and he's saying, uh, I want to dance with somebody. But it was very as a little queer boy. Can he still sing? 
Uh, yeah, it's rough was, though. I mean, it's not. It wasn't anything acrobatic. Yeah. Um, he was amazing when I saw him twenty years ago. But um, he. Uh, but as a little queer boy who loved Whitney, and to see a gay man, yeah, do a that queer song. man, sing that song about didn't change the lyrics, a yeah. boy singing on this show that all these people. No, that I, was very I, wonderful. I agree. That's been done before he did it. Uh, like Sam Smith has that. Really I can't stand his voice. But I'm saying it's not the first time. No, it's but been I'm just. Done. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just right. being in the presence of it and see it. And no, I, I totally get you. It. I'm just saying that song specifically has been done by more men. Yes, I know that. I'm just saying just being there. Got it. In the energy of it, and that's something like I've been to a lot of tapings of shit. This was like the highest production value of a show. There's a it lot of money in it. A lot of money, but also so much fucking work. They work so fucking hard. All these dancers are dancing the fucking entire time. And you mean I, the background. The yeah, and I gotta say, the confetti drops before every commercial break, and they film it live. They've got two and a half minutes, and then all of a sudden, like twenty people run on stage with blowers and brooms. And they, and at one point, you couldn't do it. They had balloons that fell down all the front. And when they come out there, there's all these people with sticks and they just are popping all the balloons, like 50 people no. popping balloons. And then they sweep it all and it's gone in like 10 seconds off. The, it's like magic. And then they set the thing. It's crazy. But so loved it. If you're ever in LA and you can get tickets to go, highly recommend going. It's a small stage. You're not a bad seat in the house. How do people get tickets? <clears throat> don't know but you can <laughs> so um we're not here to teach i want iota iota tickets or whatever and so okay so that was like the product the show i'm not here to talk about the dancing and all that <laughs> harry jowsey was there why would we be i didn't meet him i've already met him one time didn't know who i was he is the worst name dropper ever he is a ma no i'm saying he's I'm, so tall not name dropping ever i'm saying remember when i met him and yes. he didn't know who i was it was funny and uh, he was a mountain of a man. He's a tall man. Yes. Um, so looked very handsome. And uh, who else were the contestants? It was it was pretty cool to see Allison Hannigan. Yeah. Uh, loved seeing her. We sat also kind of by Jason Mraz's people. Oh, nice. So it was good to see him. And um, I forgot other people were there. So we what? So yeah, we were in front of like Ariana's group, Barry's group, and then. Um, so, and then that's where I noticed that in the very front was Brie from Selling Sunset. Yes. And so I noticed her and I noticed someone else I'm going to talk about in a minute. So I turned to my friend Brian, who's, he's like upper level. So you can kind of mill about and it's not like we're sequestered to stay in our seats like right. the people that bought tickets. And he, I was like, okay, so I need to meet these two people. This is, <laughs> I said, I need to meet her for my podcast and I need to meet that person for my heart. And Brian said, okay, we're going to probably make this happen. So um, anyway, so the show taped. It was great. We had a ball. It was fun. We finished the tape, and I'm now like, okay, game on. So Bree was by me first. So I walked over to Bree, and uh, I saw her, and I said, hi. Um, you know, I, she, I said, my name's Matt. I have a, uh, I'm a really big <laughs> fan. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And I said, I got a I compliment. I was like, the black dress with, with the, the bows. bows. She was like, 
She's like, was it good? And I said, I gay gasped my mouth. And as soon as I said that, she was like, girl. And she, like, she was like, okay, I found my people. I like her so much. It was great. We talked shit about Chelsea. We talked about the reunion. She That's said, real. Which was, which was fucking bonkers. Her, her beef with Chelsea is real. It's real. And I said... And I said, are you going to be back next season? Because you acted like you're going to leave. And she kind of looked up and she's like, well. And so she made a little face. And then um, I also um, said, oh, I have a podcast. It's called Reality Gays. And she said, excuse me? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. So again, <laughs> no idea who we are. Which Just is kind another of a, link in the chain. Which is kind of my favorite. No, I, I'm glad people don't it's know Kind of my are. favorite. So then... I'm going to tell the story that's important for you, not what was important. This is who, if I was telling this personally, I would save this for last because it was like a cool moment for me. So then later, my friend goes, to, he's talking to Whitney Houston's brother and the family because he's the one that said all the two did the show. And by then, I noticed Julianne Huff was walking over. And so I walked, I, mm-hmm. we kind of caught great, great eyes and I said, wonderful job and she looked gorgeous and she was watching her dance i gotta say she's very talented she it was like she She can sing oh yeah she can dance but the way it's like she has fire in her body it was electric and so i said wonderful job she said thank you and i said you know i gotta ask you i said do you remember a show called show me the money and she said oh my god yeah it was my first gig i ever did i was 18 years old and i said i was a contestant on that game show and she said you were not I said, I was, I said, and my best friend's name was Julianne and I picked, and so I picked you first and I won like $250,000 right off the bat because of you. And she said, stop, stop. And she grabbed her assistant and she She's said, like, this fag. I- <laughs> yeah. Well, she grabbed her assistant and she said, record this. Tell. And so she recorded the whole thing for like a minute of us, me telling this story. And she's like, what do you do now? And I said, I have a podcast. It's called Reality Gaze. She's like, what are you talking about? She totally, and she, when she finished, she's like, I'm going to post this and I'll tag you. So we'll oh see if she God. does. She was very, 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 very sweet. Um, and um, it, she didn't remember me at all. She didn't, I was like, I was a guy. She, and I'm, said, glad, I'm glad she didn't try to. You know. No, I kind of appreciate She's like, sorry, I don't remember. And I didn't care at all. Um, very, very sweet. And so then my friend was talking to um, Whitney, Whitney's family. And I was going to say, <laughs> I was standing by him and I thought, you know, I'm just going to say hi to this person. I don't know if it's going to get weird or not, but it's me. And I'm always, I'm even nervous now talking, but I'm going to say hi to him and I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, David Archuleta. It was David Archuleta. Oh, the voice of an angel. The voice of an angel. I told him, I said, he had an assistant with him. A very old man with like a gay, a gay man with dyed, with the dyed hair. Like a, he full on had a wig on, like a yeah. brown wig. And I said, we went and saw you. I said, I don't know. It was way the fuck out there somewhere in LA. And his friend said, oh, like, Cathedral City or whatever. Yeah. He said where we were. Like fucking Riverside or something. I said, it was so good. And I said, we. The Christmas I said, show. I said, my friend and I cried. We talked about you on the podcast. And, I, and it just. Said appreciate what you're doing, like you've you know you've saved yeah. people's lives from your story, <clears throat> and talk. And he got a little teary eyed and said, "Thank you so oh. much." Yes, he was like, "That's so sweet." And so I just just know I said, "Just know 
if you ever doubt it, there are people that are always in your corner because we love you. And he I like, love her. Thank you so much. So then I was going to leave and I was like, great. There's more? I've said all. I've said hello to all I want to say hello to. There's no one else I need to say hello to. And then I saw this person and I said, well, I have to say hello to this person. <gasps> Ross Lynch. Oh my God. Did you touch his chest? Probably not. That would have been weird. We hugged. What's he gave me like? a hug. Like a, like a, like sinewy? a, like a, a twink who's, uh, who is burgeoning into twunkhood. Ooh. <laughs> um, the twink twunk boundary is. It just felt is, hot. Yeah. I came up to him and I said, I just got to say, um, you know, my we watched friend your show. The show. I said, you know, I'm a podcaster and we, we covered and watched Riverdale and Sabrina. And he was like, really? He's like, oh man. I was like, I said, loved you on Sabrina. He said, thanks. He's like, that was so much fun. He said, I loved you. I that bet. It's super down to earth, super like just kind. And, um, he said, what was the name of your show? And I said, it was called... Bitchcraft. I said, well, it was called Bitchcraft, but, you know, it was... Uh, and I said, yeah, Bitchcraft and the River Mails. And he went, Bitchcraft and River Mails. And so we talked a little bit. And he's like, well, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, my friend's on... Da, da, da. And he said, what's the name of your show again? He's like, I want to listen to that. And I said, oh, okay, really? He's like, no, no, really, I want to listen to that. What's the name of your show again? And he repeated it, like, three times. And I said... I just want to warn you, my co-host maybe has talked about you. In oh, come on. <laughs> you did too. I never did. And he said, he laughed and he said, I'm used to it, but I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> so Ross Lynch might listen to our podcast no, he won't. with you talking very vividly about his penis. I talked about, I talked about his penis in detail. In detail. Um, and I talked about his jizz you in detail. You talked about his lovemaking acts in detail. We were really into him on that show. We? You, you, I barely said a word. You went on and on and on. You're such a star fucker. It's disgusting. I really only said hi to him because I knew you would be jealous. <laughs> I am jealous. You know who I thought you were going to pull out? Who? I thought you were going to pull out Patty LaBelle. And I th oh. I was going to lose my mind. She wasn't there. I figured. If if you had met Patty I, LaBelle, I would have been really jealous. I would have been too scared to meet Patty LaBelle. Me too. She's like so far up there. I'm not me. ever going up to her. No way. No way. Yeah. She just sang on the Country Music Awards. Her and Mickey Guyton did a uh, thing for Tina Turner. It was I don't know who Mickey is. Guyton Mickey Guyton. She's uh, kind of like the first successful female black country singer. Really? Yeah, she has a great song called Black Like Me that came out a year ago. I mean, she's got a couple <clears> other hits, but yeah. She's done just did a duet with Kane Brown. He's hot. You know who Kane Brown is, yeah. right? Of course she did, because you're gay. Yeah, we always know. and I knew the other guy, Jimmy. What's his name? The bl other black country singer. Um, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, he was. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, <clears throat> that's my Dancing with the Stars corner. Cha -cha -cha -cha. <laughs> but I guess we're gonna what? <laughs> it was only like two minutes. <clears throat> it was over ten. But I met okay. a lot of celebrities. I had a lot of people to talk about, my friends. Now you're going to drop their names, too. Yeah, me, me and Dave. 
Me and David. <sighs> Did you tell him he should do Christmas specials all the time? I told him that it was that his album. I love his Christmas album. I listen to it every year. I feel like I could manage his career better than it's happening. I agree because I think that old queen with the wig is doing it. <laughs> but I wonder if they're all trying sit to sit down, on queen with, with the, the wig. You know, because Chriselle was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Anyway, he 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 already did Masked Singer. He did. He did do Masked Singer. So, had a ball. <clears throat> it was wonderful. Thank you, my friend Brian. Ashley and Manuel, let's talk about something not as fun. Let's talk about something not as fun. Um, Ross Lynch smelled really good too, but like a natural smell, not a cologne. Like you can tell he probably just smells kind of like, it was like a, it was like a musk with a little bit of like eucalyptus. You would have been into it. <laughs> We're still in therapy, everyone. <laughs> We're still in therapy. And uh, he, the therapist is asking, do you keep her a secret from your, um, and he keeps saying from your, from your sons, he's like, there'll be time to introduce her to my sons. I'm going to say, this is interesting because I wonder if the genders were flipped here. If people, if when the woman was worried about someone meeting his children. The woman was married, worried about someone introducing uh, someone to her children. Mm -hmm. Would we think differently? Um, Yes and no. Because it's not like they're dating. Right. They moved to another country to get married. So I I do feel at this point, and they've known each other for two years... At this point, you need to introduce your kids to yeah, the concept I, of this. I forget it is two years. Two years. If it was new, then yes. But even with the woman, I'd be like, girl. Yeah. Like, I guess because I feel like I guess that we 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 that we give we give women sometimes more leverage. No, I agree with, with this. I just don't think this is a great comparable for that because I've been on two years, and also the kids are. He said, fourteen and sixteen. They're older. These aren't like they can understand a little bit more complexity because let's be honest, they've seen dad date other women and it not go well. Probably. Um, but that's a good point to make. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. Because I think this guy's this guy's getting a horrible edit. It whatever. Maybe it's just the edit. But I got to say something in, in, in my gut. I do not trust this guy. Feels, um, but I think I think spoiler alert, they're going to make it. Because they would not have been at the anniversary party otherwise. We didn't meet them. We didn't even talk to them. They were there, though. They were there. I'm bummed now that I know. I, I would have loved to. We have did not to her. know them. Though. We didn't know who they were. Yeah. And so nobody there's introduced no way. us. So we no. had no way to. Um, sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, uh, I do understand what she's saying by this feels like I'm just the lady who took away their dad. Yeah. That I think is valid. Um, and he said, I'm worried my kids won't understand her because Ashley is a very intense person. Agree. Um, and, but I think there's a way he could broker that between him and his kids. It, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I don't, when he says intense person, I don't see what, it seems like, the, unless there's something we don't know about, but when Ashley has dealt with his, on the phone, or what, it's always very pleasant. With the mom? It's not like she's freaking out. I don't, yeah. I think she would be fine in front of the kids. I think this guy is... I think I don't know if he's even hiding that much. He the the therapist called this out. She did. This, she's a good therapist. It and that's was, why he doesn't want to go. It was, and I went. She just nailed you to the wall. Yeah. Uh, well, he said. She said. You know, sometimes uh, Latin men have a certain machismo, and they have their mothers kind of, and they're trying to jockey for some sort of sort of power with their mothers who sometimes ask them a lot of things. She has taken the place of his mother. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that in the, di- the dynamic of their relationship. I, I, and I think that's why he doesn't want to go more than anything is that I bet too he has, <clears throat> I know she speaks Spanish pretty well, but he has a little bit of power of things get lost in translation and suddenly the therapist is dispelling all that. Yeah. I also think he doesn't want to talk about his feelings because the more that happens, the more I, it's not that it's not that I don't think he loves her. I think this is, I always use this couple because I believe it. I think this is a Tariq and Hazel situation where Hazel felt fondness for Tariq but it was more it was equally something to have better opportunities for her mm. at least equally my vibe is a, a little bit more sinister i oh, i no. i really i do not it's not like jay and <clears throat> ashley or anything that terrible <clears throat> which by the way y'all we were watching that season and yeah. we just all that kind of just came out where she could our reactions to that, oh, it's such Him a good Him fucking that girl in the barbershop. Oh, my God, y'all. We were gagged, gooped. Um, but I... Tell me what you think when you've been I don't trust her. There's something about... He's so, as uh, Poppy, Papa Chantel says, secretive. He's so, he's so secretive that I just... I feel like, and we're still early in the show... I think the reveal is going to be he's hiding something from her. And but it's what is come that? To I don't know. I don't know. It's it's still we don't know enough about him, and 
it's just, but my gut is just telling me. What do you think it is? And the fact that all of his, the thing with all of his family there, and he didn't even want to talk on her iPad to them and stuff. He wants everything to, and he keeps talking about in here, like privacy, privacy. He, it is this weird, and again, maybe it's cultural and I'm not understanding it fully. There's a difference of being privacy, but there is, like Ashley said, I agree when Ashley said, I get it, you have priorities, but it's time for me to be in the front seat. Yeah. Like we're together I, I totally as a agree. team. And he feels like he wants to keep her in mystery as much as he can. I agree with that. What do you think when he says, if you want trust, then give me trust? Um, Because she has been distrustful of him from the very beginning. No, that's true. And, and I she think does that's get hot-headed. Her, I think that's her past because she's been cheated on before. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's... <sighs> I think these two are not a match. I, 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 he seems very tit for tat and yeah. uh, holds a grudge, but he fucks like a machine, y'all. I, but I'm, and she's later on, y'all, they're at lunch after, uh, after the uh, thing. And I've got to say, uh, the one thing you don't ask someone, uh, and, I, and I think it's always, and it's stereotypically done from, for women uh, and men, but what are you thinking? <laughs> it's always such a loaded question. Uh, I don't can, ask Poodle that. No, I, but I think it's just for you. See that all the time, and there's not a good answer. Yeah, there's not a good answer for it. I, I get it. If you just had this conversation, it's different to say, "Do you have any thoughts about what just happened?" A little <clears> bit <throat> more. To yeah, be spe- a little bit more specific. Um, you're not gonna get that because. There's already when someone asks you that, there's already an, an already pre-existing idea of what they think you should be th- or what they think you're thinking about. Yeah, he was also so again the thing that was kind of just. <clears throat> I understand that if you're not comfortable, this is not your culture. He was so defensive when they read and and such a dick about this. Like this is he was under that y'all was anger. Anger and resentment. I think this guy is, there's something about him that I think he thought, I think because he's kept distance, he's been able to control how much she's been in his life. And I don't think he realized that being in her space, he's never lived with anyone before, he said, especially with a a woman. Um, being in her space, having to cede a lot of control to her has built up a resentment around him. That's why he said, I like to kind of like watch her try to figure things out. He has a big chip on his shoulder and resentment against her. And it's, and it's not going to get resolved to talk to a therapist. I think even deeper than that too. I agree with everything you said, but going off what the therapist said, um, Open your cough. Just keep them open. Don't seal them. Thank you for screaming at me. Because then we just hear, quack, 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 quack. I'm just saying what you would say to me. Um, Like you said, the therapist called it. He's recreating the pattern with his mother. Because he, y'all, this this is another reason why I don't There's, I think he is a habitual liar. He doesn't tell his kids he's leaving the country. Teenagers. He doesn't tell his mother. I think he has resentment probably towards his mother. 100%. 
I bet you he doesn't have a great relationship with his father or his father hasn't even been in the picture. Like I can just paint the whole picture yeah. and Ashley is the one bearing the brunt of this. And I still think kind of what you were saying. I don't even know if he wants to be with her. I think he came here to be with his family members and get away from his mother and his life that he had there. I don't know about that. that that's why I'm, I'm trying to see it as the, because a lot of times Americans, their families, we have this really gross thing. Oh, they just came here to blah, blah, blah. I don't know. This is a long con for him to work. Yeah, I don't think of it as like a green, I mean, yeah, a green card, but that's not the reason, a green card. More of like, it seems like he, he just seems angry at everybody in his life and he's running away from something. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> calls the therapist a clown. Yes. And uh, and he's like, then she's, she, he's like, if it helped you, great, but I've always been fine. I've always been fine. We, we yeah, so this. What I'm, what ugh. I'm, what I'm. She should have got a male therapist. I think. That would have been easier. I, you know what? I agree with you. He's, I yeah. think, I don't know if she said this to him and maybe, maybe I, I don't know. If she could make it clear that this is not about you and I specifically as people who need therapy. This is about us and the way we communicate. I mean, I feel like she did say to him something. Uh, she's it's it, she did say something like if if we work on us together, we yeah. will have more trust. So she's actually trying what he's saying. If you trust me, he she's trying to mirror yeah. that to him. Right. And and but he he just said, "Nope, it's not part of my culture." And he said, "We work things and we work it out." And I'm like, "No, you don't work it out. You bang it out. You yep. don't ever want to talk about anything." Exactly. Later on, he uh, she says, "What happens? We have a really big fight." And she goes, "You're a grumpy kitty." This feels infantilizing to me. It is. And for someone who says she flies off the handle, she actually stayed calm. He's the one that threw a fit. Well. I also don't love to be told you're at a 12 and I need you at a two. That's what moms and teachers say. They do. They, they don't yeah. talk to me ever like that. That triggered me. Well, I think she was right to say that. Don't and tell me you what you need me. I to think, be. I, I, but I think she was saying like, this is your, your energy is not helpful right now. There's a way to do that. That's not personal though. Mm -hmm. That says, I need you. That was meaning I'm telling you to calm down. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what that statement means. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a way to explain that. She was, uh, she's, she was saying, I need you. She's even said, the women and the matriarchs are my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, this is how she behaves. She didn't say, I can understand why it triggered you, but she didn't say it in a tone of that was, she actually said it in a Then calm she said, tone. you need a nap. Yeah, she said, you're tired, you need a nap. That's infantilizing. It is totally infantilizing. I agree with that. I'm just, just trying to read it for that she wasn't like blowing up where he was. Yeah, I just Ugh. don't think... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I, I don't think... I don't... I think there is a specific type of man who can be with Ashley, and it is not Manuel. Yeah. I think... I think there are American men who can enjoy a power struggle like Ashley wants to do. I don't know if Manuel, I'm sure he could. I don't know if Manuel can be with an American woman. True. Because I think I agree. he wants to control the situation. I agree with more. you. I wonder if, I'm trying to think, 
Um, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about it. If, if imagine if I'm trying to think of any of like other 90 day men that could have been with Ashley that could have matched her energy. Cause to me, I still say she is draining for me. Mm-hmm. I, she's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think any, any man is going to have a, is going to hit a wall. Yeah. 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 Um, that's, that's basically, um, they, they get in a fight and he, she's go, going home and he's like, I'll walk home. And that's where we see them. Um, lastly is who is last? Robin Sophie. Rob. <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming. The hits just keep on coming. He's texting her. He's like, I miss you. And she's sitting there on the bed. Um, she's like, I don't want to go over to that place. It's small. He can come to me. So he does and brings her. We, so we said a single rose. It says, will you accept my rosebud? Will you? Why are you sitting so close? I enjoyed it when she said that to him. <laughs> um, there. It's just, it's so he, then he says, it's interesting. I wonder if you pick it up on the sentence that I did too. The, uh, the he he's he's how was your night without me and she's like it it helped think it, about that sentence i know how was your night how was your me? night without me if that doesn't tell you someone's a narcissist well i think of this. all the, the what he said before i'd kind of like to do ivf because i want little me's running around yeah oh my god and even later when they show the clip He's talking about the future. He's future faking. Like he's classic. But if that was some- your word of 2022. It still is. Um, <laughs> but for someone, I thought, I don't know if I've ever been in a friendship relation with anyone that would say, how is your now without me? And what made it gross is that it wasn't said with like a petty sarcasm. It was said in complete earnestness. Like, could you make it? Could, did you cry yourself to sleep? Oh. Um. Bleh. Later on, he's like, "Remember though, like that, like step porn." And then y'all, I just the amount of explaining it away. Why can't you say, "I'm sorry, I did that," and sit in it? And then he pulls a J of Jay and Ashley and says, "Well, I've apologized for it. That's all I can do. It's all I can do. I guess we have to move forward, or we don't, or we don't." And he said, yeah. And then later he says, you know, she's like, she says, okay. She's like, it's my only option. I went, it's not. You have an OnlyFans account and money and can fly back home very easily. Then he says, this is this, this really got me. If, well, if you would have been my life all the time, it would have been easier. It's really hard dating someone from a different country. And yeah, I know I've been slow from transitioning from single to boyfriend. And I went, Whenever, whenever in the history of dating, is it just considered, yeah, I'm this guy and I decided we're boyfriends. He's still fucking people. He's transitioning into a relationship. It Fuck is. Fuck you. Uh, but when he said, um, when he said, all I can do is say, I, I said I'm sorry, and that's all I can do. And all I can do is not doing it again. And I brought you this rose, remember? And there's something, though, that says, that feels like this is my final offer. 
Yeah. This is as much as I'm going to do. I'm not even going to be apologetic about it. I'm going to be pragmatic in a way that says you're the problem. It was very, you're the problem, but I got from it too of you should feel worthy to take the scraps. I yes. Oh, Ugh. I, I really have a feeling this is going to trigger a lot of people because a lot of people have had relationships like this with people like Rob. Um, Maybe my picker is getting better because you know it's terrible. And thank God I didn't like him from the get go. Uh, I also think that when she keeps saying he online cheated, why don't we just call it cheating? Cheating. Sorry? Cheating. Thank you. But it's interesting here. Online cheating. If you remember, it's not that he was just sent porn, he sent a jerk off video back to the woman which for me is just like saying hi but true yeah but hey there hey boys at the same time rob says you know that you're right that that statement of you know i've been slow in the transition of being single to having a girlfriend and this long distance he's like it was wrong and then my favorite line this was wrong but it could have been a lot worse oh he did say that But it could have been a lot worse. Could have gotten them pregnant. Could have had actual sex. I could have, like, fucked a girl in a barber shop. Y'all, sorry, that that episode's still with us. But it could have been worse. Tell us where you were when you found out that Jay fucked someone in a barber shop. Bathroom. Bathroom. (laughs) And now, and the two people that told Ashley, one of them is not living. One is not with us, and and the other murdered him. for his murder, yeah. fucking story that's the show that's a show it's a happy ending <laughs> you know that could have been worse for if robin had a happy ending i can't see these two being together i think they'll be together really i think i think she feels like oh, oh as chris and wall said they gave me a lot of insight on her if y'all haven't listened to that episode and wall and chris talked about this so i'm kind of just regurgitating what they said but as wall said Seeing, seeing a seeing a woman of color try to whitewash and hide her hair that much, yeah, just breaks my heart. And it makes she said, and it makes me this person just doesn't seem to love themselves at all. And so That's I fair. think she'll take the scraps that Rob gives her because he's pretty, but he has the worst personality. I have a friend who's going through this. She was with a guy who like didn't give her any, but he was gorgeous. And in, and she's talked to me about, but she's like, I, th- I know I was with him because I thought, why would someone this gorgeous be with me? Men tell you that all the time, don't they? More than once. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> you can go to realitygaze.com. Uh, if you want to sign up for our Patreon Supercast or Apple Podcast, that's an $8 tier. If you don't want to hear commercials on our $8 tier, that's where you can do all of that good stuff. Or if you don't like technology, probably Apple subscriptions, go to go to there. Um, uh, I think that's it. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you pour all your, pour all your hopes, dreams, and fears into your dog and whisper... We're going to get you doggy therapy later. (laughs) Call Call us. us.